Hello, welcome to the first episode of Two to Four Players. Uh, this is going to be a little bit about our Lego history. Um, I'll introduce us all one at a time. So to my left or right on the screen, who knows which way around it is on these things, we have Scotty, or Hans Scotty. Below me, we have Brick Stage Pass, or Craig. And then across from him, we have Freedom of Bricks, or Bazaar. How what was that? <laughs> <laughs> How are you all doing today? We we all good, excited good, good. for our first episode. Yeah, all good, that man. Way. Yeah, I'm buzzing for this. Yeah, it's finally finally come here, isn't it? We've done a bit bits and pieces, but it's good to get into the first one. I know it seems like it's taken an age to get us together to do this. So we thought we'd kind of start where it all began, really, for all of us. How we met was via Lego, really. Um, the Lego bricks on random streams. I can't even think what the first stream was that we were all on together. I don't know what it was on, to be honest. Or was it in chats? I don't really know. Off the top of my head. Chats chats first, but there was quite a few of them because I think the first chat with Baza was definitely London calling because we knew we were going to... We'd already been chatting on there and then we knew that we were going to be on the show for the Mm. community one, didn't we? So we'd already seen you on there, Aaron, and we'd yeah. chatted with you when you were in the ch- as in from chat to chat. Yeah. And then when you were in the chat watching when you weren't on as well. But then we were popping up on other ones, weren't they? Because I remember you were on Miss Bricks, weren't you, Bazza? Yeah, I was on a few actually. I was got you know, I, I was watching a few streams and that, and then I went on Miss Bricks's. Uh, I was on So Connors. Uh, when I saw O'Connor's one, he was one of the ones that first introduced me into the community on stream and, and London calling as well. So that's kind of where I sort of jumped in. I think, didn't we do a stream together for Greg's stream? It was uh, a Star Wars stream, a Kahoot or something. I, th- I want to yeah, say, I want to say so. It was something like that. Yeah, Kahoot. me and you did the community stream. That's right. Yeah, I came on so like two weeks before. You came on the week before. And then we were a team, and then everyone else cheated, and we would have used that's them. the one. Yeah, we would have used this. <laughs> was I it how long it was before you came onto that stream with us? Me, I started going on regularly then, and then that's we met on stream properly. And then there are a couple of streams where all of us are on, and then there's a couple of streams where there's just three of you on. Yeah, and then... I, I don't know what stream it was, but I remember the first stream you, you, Craig, and Cabbage were on, and I remember putting in chat going, "He looks like more like your brother than I do." You did the guessing for some assembly as well, didn't you? So we'd already... Yeah. So we, me, and, me and you had met as well backstage of when we were sorting out some assembly we've had with Rich. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. Day. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but I can't... Was it towards the end of lockdown? So it's a good few years now, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It was coming yeah. out of lockdown, isn't it? I think yeah. that's a lot of people came in during lockdown or came online during lockdown. Yeah, 100%. That's where I started. Um, I remember I just took some pictures of Lego and put it on Instagram. And that's how it all started for me. And then I started getting interaction from various other people. And then it kind of snowballed into what it is today. Um, So, yeah, I think that's quite a lot of people did that. Just took pictures and stuff. And then the rest is history, really. I vividly remember when you went from Lego, you made that big, big decision to go from Lego to Kobe. I do remember that. Yeah, this must be what? I don't two, remember that. Must be two years ago now. Uh, yeah, 
um, where I made that conscious choice to kind of make my content about Kobe rather than anything Lego, which was you know, kind of different, really. But it's going all right. You know, it's going well. Um, but it's definitely the bricks that kind of brought us all together. Because I know, Scotty, obviously, we met you through Craig, and I think it was like on a Discord and stuff, and then on streams and yep. all that kind of stuff. So it's been quite interesting to meet all these different people like from different parts of the world through plastic bricks you know yeah our our journey us sort of us three the l ship we are very similar in the fact that we all started watching content taking photographs because the only reason i actually looked at chats is because of scott because i used to put all my pictures on instagram no facebook you know what you used to do is you used to private message me all the time with all your different types of mugs and i said why did you just put them on instagram (laughs) <laughs> you, you know, set up account because there's stuff like this on there. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, so I hadn't yeah. even looked at Instagram, and then Scott said about it. I knew Scott did a lot with his like his walking stuff that he'd been doing. So then I put a uh, then Brickstage Pass was born, and it went on Instagram. And then I realised there was streams and stuff going on, so I started watching some of them. But main one was because I was in Jang's Patreon. Jang was on. Greg's London calling stream. That's how I realized there was UK streams. Before that, we were just like, I mean, I was um, moderating for Jang on some of his YouTube streams, which were mental. So oh, I'd wow. seen people in the chat, but I hadn't seen, like, I'd seen people like Greg inside, but I had no idea they were streamers. Mm. Uh, I was just on on that aspect of it. But I would, but our journey is very similar. Like, you know, we've all done this thing where we started putting pictures up, then went on live streams. Whereas Scott's is a little bit different because you were kind of like almost press ganged into being on London Calling because you were here at the time that I was on, so you were sat next to me. Yeah, and then you were on about doing your own Twitch. Watch it. You yeah, but then you were doing the Twitch stuff. Yeah, I was doing the Twitch stuff. Yeah, but what made you do the Twitch stuff? Because you that was pretty real. That suddenly all of a sudden you were doing the Twitch stuff, which was <clears> it's all I watch is Twitch. I don't watch any TV. I just watch people on Twitch. So I thought. I'd like to do it, and then I finally got a good computer to do it. I think that was what. The... Well, even people in the bath washing themselves, then they do that. <laughs> everything, Baza, everything. <laughs> I can set up a, I can set up a webcam in my my one. If you want? Yeah, you know I want that. You know I want that. <laughs> See, that's another thing I feel that brought us together as well is humour. Oh, I feel oh, we've oh, always been together. <laughs> We all like a bath. <laughs> we're all in the same chat. We're like, oh, we're all watching the same cam girl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was all calling at the same Four time. Four people. You got him before but that, me. <laughs> but that is the thing, isn't it? Because if you're chatting in like in chat and and you end up back and forth with somebody who is like agreeing with you or laughing at you or enjoying the conversation, there was there's, there's quite a few of the early streams when particularly us three we're chatting in somebody else's chat and actually not watching the stream. And it, that was, I'm not being funny to those people, it was more entertaining than the actual stream. It's like when we was always put on a stream the, like before Scott was around, three of us together, we were like naughty children. We don't, we say, we go that little bit to the line a little bit, don't we? So we have a bit of a yeah. laugh and try to have a bit of humour in it. Love to, otherwise it'd be a bit <laughs> mundane, can't it? You've got to have a bit of a giggle. Yeah, normally yeah. I used to get drunk on them, so... <clears throat> pretty much well, we knew that we knew that even in chat if you were just mm. in chat and you weren't on the thing you could tell yeah we like messaging wine there was a lot of messaging going back and forth like i'd be messaging <laughs> Scott and, 
having a message in Bazaar and they're saying like uh, cabbage is drunk again. And it's like, well, so we might as well be in one group chat. Hence the, you know, we had an Instagram group chat or we still got one, but we had one with Rich as well. And then, and we were chatting constantly. So sometimes we'd be coordinating a chat attack yeah. from an Instagram chat. Yeah. <laughs> even when we were on the show. Sorry, Greg. But <laughs> even when we were on the show. <laughs> yeah we're in trouble now aren't we um <laughs> right two seconds guys we'll cut it here because i need to blow my nose so hold on <laughs> two secs what was that it's gonna do a line <laughs> one of us then i think had i think you had a you had a chat you had a channel before love and calling didn't you so you already had a channel going yeah, I had a really small channel where I was kind of doing, trying to do Lego stuff. And um, yeah, I was reviewing like little Lego sets and stuff really early days. I think one of my first reviews was like Top Gear Technic card. Remember that? Yeah. Um, so I reviewed that long in the long, long time ago. That's my first YouTube attempt. But then it kind of went on to Kobe because I looked up for see if there's such a thing as a Lego tank. And then I found Kobe, you know, and then just carried on since then. Um, it's always embarrassing going to watch your early videos as well because they're like horrendously done. <laughs> Not that mine are great now, but they're still <laughs> back then they were terrible. Even looking back a year, all great content is at the start somewhere. Yeah, that's very true. You only get better by practice, don't you? So, yeah. And so... I only had a Twitch channel. So you okay. had a YouTube channel, didn't you? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I only had a Twitch channel. You had a YouTube channel, Buzzer, didn't you? Yeah, I mind like like I say when I started looking for people in the community and I stumbled across the the backlog, which is a sign Greg stream and uh, started getting chatting to them and I sort of thought to myself, do you know I wanted like minded people and I thought do you know what I'm going to start a second channel up because I originally had a, a channel for fishing and which is still there you still can watch the content and I wanted to do something where because I'm stuck indoors through the lockdown and being ill I wanted to do something indoors to do with like indoor hobbies. So I thought I'd start another channel up, and I started out, and it was pretty bad, to be fair. <laughs> I never really built Lego apart from on two horrendous live streams with really bad bad internet connection. And um, all my videos that I did was pretty much just sitting there talking about Lego and, and boring people to death for about an hour or showing a haul for an hour or something like that. So I didn't really sort of know the ropes in the early days when it comes to that sort of content. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, I just sort of binned it after a year, and I'm just considering coming back now. So... Now, kind you of got name changes, left, right, and center. Oh. You like, you're like, you're like, yeah, you're like the prince of Lego, aren't you? Identity <laughs> crisis, yeah. I just didn't know. I, I mean, the name falling with bricks is a bit of a story behind it. I'm not going to go into it. I'm sure a lot of people know what I've explained it a million times, which is still a really cool name. And I went back to it, but yeah, I just went into this identity crisis where I just wasn't happy with anything. So, but yeah, we are where we are now. We're back at square one again. <laughs> I, I like falling with bricks, I think it's good. Yeah, I, I prefer film bricks. I didn't, I didn't go into it to, to do videos. That was the thing. I didn't, I didn't want to do videos at all. I didn't even really want to do live streams. I thought, well, I'm not doing anything. I'm at home and I've got some. I'm going to be building in here, so I just turned the camera on. But I found them dull for me. I don't know Ooh. if anybody else ever watched any of the other the Twitch ones because, yeah, I just found it like I wanted to do was mocking and mocking on live streams just doesn't work. I know people do do it and probably do it successfully, but for me, it's like. You're just there for the chat. You're not really. You can't really see what's going on. You almost yeah. need a, a second person, didn't you? Yeah. Take the heat off. Um, I I had more fun doing having a guest on the Twitch one than I did 
doing it on my Todd, and then I also had more fun doing the stuff on on London Calling and with with Rich and the London Eyes and Sci Stream on a Thursday night. Because at one point I was on everything, and I thought people would get sick of me where, soon. I want to be bloody. Thing. You were. I just get yeah. messages. I'm on tonight. This. I'm on this. I'm on this. I'm like, all right. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a point you was on nearly everything. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Brickwell, London Calling, yeah. <laughs> Side Stream. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, Atlantic. I did one of them. I think you did one of them, didn't you? I did one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Built uh, the Aston Martin, I think, on one of them. Um, for a long time ago, that. You but... you went on the one that me and him couldn't do. I remember you were third choice. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably fourth choice. God, you what? So you're you're more Twitch, more of a Twitcher. Is that how you've always been? Are you ever going to think about kind of doing some YouTube stuff and Instagram stuff or not? I've got a channel on YouTube, but probably not. No. No. The thing with Twitch is I don't do it for any. I don't want to be a creator or anything. It's the fact that if I'm playing a game or I'm building something, I might just turn my camera on and just if anyone wants to watch. But if no one wants to watch, I don't really mind. I don't do it for viewers or anything like that. Just. Why Which not? I like the idea of that. That's a really good idea to do that. It's you say you ain't got to do thumbnails and all that. You just turn it on the live. You go with it. And I'm starting to come around the idea of preferring to do that because, like I say, when I stopped doing it, it's because I thought I was a really rubbish content creator in doing videos on YouTube. When it comes to doing Lego stuff, anyway, I prefer the fishing stuff. It's more interactive with what I was doing. But just sitting back and just uh, watching Twitch, it's it's yeah, like what. Um, Scotty was saying, I like to, uh, the fact you ain't got to have a thumbnail, you ain't got to mess around or doing reviews and stuff like that. I think there's a lot of people doing that. But with the Twitch thing, and it took me a little while to get my head around it, because I didn't get it at first. Just going live, you can switch your, your camera on while you're playing a game or building Lego. If someone's there, they're there. If they're not, they're not. And that's the reason why I enjoyed doing the Discord thing with you guys, because there's no pressure. Just do your mm. thing. You ain't got to worry about anything. Yeah. And and that's what I prefer, to be honest with you now. And that's probably why I stopped doing the content creating so I was really, really bad at it on YouTube. I think you give yourself a bit of disservice there, Baz. You're not as bad as you yeah, think you are. Your views are pretty good on YouTube. Right? Um, but yeah. it's not easy. Like reviews are really tough. So, like we had this conversation before about how, like, how do you make a review different to like the normal reviews? Because I do a lot of reviews of Kobe. It's like there's like a format, isn't there? It's like here's the box. This is how many pieces it's got on it. Blah blah blah. Here's the set. This is what I like about it. Blah blah blah. It's how do you make it different, and it's that trying to find that difference in a in a review and stuff. It's quite hard. It's quite a hard thing to, you know. I've cut, I've cut a lot of stuff in my my review off. Like yeah, but you do. Stuff. You make it fun. Yours is very different. Every time I I go onto one of your reviews, it's not the same as the one before. It's always the different. Cabbage's view is very unique. Humor. It's yeah, unique. Weird. Yeah, yeah, but there's a reason for that because the reason for that is you tend to buy sets specifically to review on your channel with your yeah. own money you buy sets whereas if i buy lego unless i'm doing it for like it's a parts pack or it's a cheap deal with bricks i'm going to use most of the stuff i buy i've already probably watched a review yeah probably James, if i'm being honest and i wanted that set how are you supposed to review something that you wanted anyway the only unique situation i've had recently is the museum where i didn't want it I did a video about not wanting it, turned me into wanting to get it. <laughs> I thought it was me that did that. <laughs> it, was that it, was, it was the idea that came up with talking about the set that made me want to actually do the set, otherwise I wouldn't have bought it, which is bizarre. It's a, but it's not that's the problem with reviewers. Most LEGO reviewers, it's easy. You buy a LEGO set, you review it, but you probably wanted the set, so how can you be objective to it? Yeah. 
Yes, yeah, very true. You, you buy stuff for set for, for your channel, which we'll come back to. Mm. Same, Baza, you tend to when you did looking at review stuff, it was even though he's gone again, is he back again? He's back again. Um, you would tend to talk about different aspects of it. I think that's probably what people got wanted to watch on your channel. Like, I never do reviews on my, never intended to do reviews on my channel. My channel was predominantly on YouTube was because I wanted to get Connor practicing his editing. So yeah. I was creating stuff that I was going to, like, record, like, preserve. for. So I never had any intention of it doing, like, as well as it as other people do. It's purely there for, some people enjoy it, they do. But we're back to, same with Twitch, if you're going to live stream and it's easy, it's about enjoying it, because there's no point worrying about it and then not enjoying it, and then what you're making content for, just not the content you wanted to be made anywhere. Whereas your story is a bit different, Aaron, because you started to really grow your channel and and move your channel down the other way, didn't you? With yeah, I mean, it. it's probably because it's something I'm interested in, also, like um, World War Two history, the vehicles from it. So like, it's kind of like really handy that it sits within that thing I've already got an interest in. So when I'm when I build a set and I'm reviewing a tank, it's like I kind of know a little bit about it anyway. I haven't got to do a massive amount of research. I've got to do a little bit more. And half the time I get, get bits wrong and then people correct me in the chat or in the comments, which is great. But, you know, that's already got, I've already got an interest in it, so it makes it kind of easier to review it. Whereas, um, hence why I do a lot of tanks and stuff, because I have more interest in tanks and planes and ships. But I will every now and then do one. So I guess that helps, whereas Lego's got such a vast... Um, catalog it's more difficult to pigeonhole yourself even though i'm a star wars fan i don't know enough about it to review a set you know there's some people that know loads about star wars i'm not one of those people so i guess is that does fair, help is it fair to say that your channel is like almost included in the hobby now because the stuff you like doing you like making you like editing you like yeah. finding out about things which is a little bit different to like how i do my channel which is it's not really there because i like doing the stuff i just like to record the stuff I've done because then I can rip it up and use it again. Yeah, definitely. I think so. It's definitely kind of gone away from. It's still got the brick element in there, but it's now kind of more going towards the tanks and history of them and stuff, and a lot of memes on Instagram. That's what I pretty much do on Instagram now because it tends to be more popular. Um, so yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of weird how it's evolved. It's evolving. You know, it's quite cool. It's quite cool to see. I'm enjoying it so far. Um, but yeah, Baz, you definitely should get back on it. And I like Scotty's thing of just doing it organically, like just chucking your camera on when you're doing it. That's what we enjoy, though, isn't it? Like, you yeah. enjoy doing the editing and everything. Craig enjoys doing his videos and doing his mocks, whereas I just enjoy live streaming, not mm. thinking about it and doing it kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't know if I enjoy editing, <laughs> but I'm getting better at it. So it's less pain. <clears throat> no, you enjoy know, the finished you... product though at the end yeah when you learn the tips and tricks and the shortcuts and stuff it becomes easier you know when you first do it it's like this is so difficult but then when you start doing it more and more it's like oh i can do little tricks and chips and stuff to make it look better and things you know um but i'll go what, what i wanted to do was kind of um ask you guys what was your um your first lego set remember what your first lego set was <clears throat> taking it back to the lego my, I'll, I'll go first. I'll get this out of the way. Mine was the freight runner train set. So I think it was mid nineties. It had like a, I want to say it was yellow train yeah. at the front. 
and it had like so a yeah, hopper. Yeah, Yellow diesel electric, it was. Yeah, sure. and it had like a little kind of silo that you could twist, and the the things come out of it. One by one, nice. round bricks. Yeah, and Did you have a mail van that one. Yeah, a little mail van, and yeah. um, I got it for Christmas, so I remember it very well. I remember, think I remember it. Yeah, it's yeah, nine I, volts I, one as well. Yeah, it was nine volts. It had the big yellow dial. Dial. Yep. Um, I'd love to get it again because I think it'd really kind of be a nostalgia hit that really be a massive one because i remember just um adding to it so i eventually got like a level crossing a little station with a little weighted pieces on the level that's it yeah still got that one yeah and it started evolving more into i remember getting like a harbor um so i got like quite a lot of city stuff when i was younger which i kind of really loved with the rears little 16 by 16 ramp and solid was it that one it had like a crane Put pallets onto a ship. Um, I want to say it had a raised dock. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it was like. A think little, about it. Is it like a tanker ship? ship? Is it like a tanker side? Yeah. yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah town, all town stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, town stuff. Yeah, so that's my like first introduction to Lego. There, and obviously, I had an older brother, so he had a lot of Lego, which I had hand me downs from. Which I'm sure we've all, as younger siblings, had that, or if you're older ones, you handed it down. So I was quite lucky, you know. I got quite a lot of cool stuff handed down to me. So that was kind of my introduction to to Lego back in the day. So your train set was the first train set that I bought with my first paycheck from Morrison's, which was my first full-time job from school. There you go. Was it called Morrison's? Because because my my dad said Lego trains were too expensive and and we had Hornby. I bought a bit of a mixture of a couple of brands, but we had Hornby. He said he wasn't going to waste any money on a Lego train set. So I thought, first paycheck down to Toymaster, and that was the train I got. And for some reason, I don't know why I did this, but it must have been when I was trying to find my dentist. I sold it to somebody in the lug. But to be fair, it went to a good home where it gets run every weekend in the show, so I still see it, but that's what happened to it, yeah. I've still got all the um, carriages. I've still got the carriages and the um, hmm. hopper. I haven't got, um, haven't got any of the track. I've got the controller, but I haven't got any of the track. That was back in the day when the track was electrified, wasn't it? Or, yeah, all yeah. nine volt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sold it to him as well. I got quite a good good deal on that one. Yeah, I've seen it on eBay, and I've always kind of been like, "Oh, should I? Should I do it?" No, got nowhere to put it. So my first proper set was the airport set, the one with the yellow terminal, with the red and white plane. But it yeah. wasn't the first set I owned, but it was the first set that I think we were actually bought. And I don't think it was bought just for me. It might have been bought for me and my sister Claire as well. Um, but the first one I owned, which must have been some kind of hand-me-down, because it was from 1982, and it was a little... Um, it was one of the blue and white classic spaceships from 1982 that I had. So I've still got the piece lying around here somewhere, and it keeps moving, but it's the original classic space logo. I want to say it's like a Cosmic Cruiser or something like that. Wow. It was blue with white, okay. and it was from 1982. But I don't think it was bought for me that set. I think... We probably had loads of little sets, boxes, but we, I definitely remember the airport. And the cool thing was that is that is a really good set when you go back and look at it because you've got the green base plates. Um, we, um, I actually went to see that and it was out on display, well, inside a box in the Lego House Museum thing. So it's oh, cool. cool. So it's, it's seen as one of the um, sort of groundbreaking sets in Lego's history, which is nice that if you have that set and it means a lot to you, that, that you find out then it's one of the core drivers for the success of what was town back then 
that was my All right. There you go. Yeah. Cool. What about you, Scotty? <clears throat> so, of course, I got had a lot of hand-me-downs because of uh, mm-hmm. uh, Big Brother <laughs> here. I also had a lot of sets that were shown to me before Christmas going, this is for you for Christmas, which and then I never saw. And then I, really, and then I saw after <laughs> So I've never given them. So the first actual set that I got myself <laughs> and built myself, I think it was, was it Johnny Thunder was like the Indiana Jones guy? Johnny Thunder, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It was a Johnny Thunder set and it was something like the Sphinx thing. And it was my best Christmas ever. Because it was a really cool Christmas. I got a lot of good presents. And I remember building out on a Christmas night by myself. And it was the first ever Lego set I uh, built by myself. Um, by, you know, No help from Craig or anything. So See, I don't remember you having that as your set, right? Yeah. But every time I do my list, because I did have an adventure, a little adventure. I had the little car. And I, had a, I think I had another one as well. But I remember every time I go and look through my brick set and I'm looking at sets thinking, for some reason, I keep remembering that set and going, but no, I, don't, I didn't own that set. But now I know why. Right, it's you owned it. Yeah, I had it. I had it. Yeah. yeah, I remember it was in the old-fashioned box with the you know lift up. And yeah, they were cool. Those boxes as well with the yeah. clear, the clear perspex thing. And it wasn't like my main present as well at the time. I think I got like a. It was like a laser thing, you know, when you like like laser quest, but for yeah, it was. Yeah, we made like mods, didn't we? Like put mirrors on and stuff on them, so it reflects back to you and everything. That was my main <laughs> present, but actually getting that Lego set was actually my favorite one of them all. So. The cool set to get for your first one, Adventurers, whatever it's called. Yeah, it was quite big cool. at the time, wasn't it? Mm. It wasn't the big, big one. I think it was like the medium one, but it was still a cool set. I do feel that they will they will do that that theme again at some point as the icons. I really do. Oh. Yeah, I, I could see it coming back um, maybe next year or something. It makes sense, wouldn't it? The, the Johnny Thunder CMF, which is up there, is one of the best CMFs when they redid it. I think it's brilliant, the one with the chameleon. Yeah, I don't think I've got two. Unfortunately, I'd have given you one, Scott. But yeah, yeah, that little chameleon's really cool. Yeah, the ride at Legoland, though, however, is rubbish. Yes, it is. It's fun though. It's like a sixty-five hour wait for like a two-minute black gun. Yeah, shooting up yeah. laser gun. Funny. Funny enough, that's what it is. It's a laser yeah, firing thing. Like really? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy laser. Yeah. Weird crazy laser. laser. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Shoot like the skeletons and stuff, innit? <laughs> yeah, you sit in the jeep, don't you? Mm. There you go. I, I, I sat once next to Connor and we absolutely smashed Steph because we were like really good and she was crap. So, yeah. There's that weird fire engine one as well. You've got to like pump the fire. Oh, yeah, pump the water. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah that, was, that, that, was, that was knackering. I was like, why is this a ride? This is like tiring. <laughs> this is not fun. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Baza, what was your first set? Well, back back in the eighties, because obviously Scott's uh, a little bit younger than us, so he's would have been through the two thousand. So back back to the eighties. So uh, born in seventy nine. So my first sets were in about eighty three, eighty four. Um, they're pocket money sets because back then we couldn't afford all the big luxury larger sets. So they would have been like little two three pound sets and W H Smiths and Woolworths and places like that. Um, little space sets mainly. I always remember the first set I ever had was a space set. Uh, a couple of smaller castle sets and town sets as well. I always remember my first town set, but that came a little bit later on. Um, and they were two policemen. I don't know if you remember them on bikes, and they had a little telephone booth. Yeah, it must be about one pound fifty something like that. And it came a little bit later on, but yeah, it was mainly little castle sets, little carts with horse and carts. Because if you look back on the uh, the mid eighties of the castle sets, you'll always see there were horse and carts. Mm. It must have been about three in every line that came out, three or four in every line that came out. 
really easy, very cheap put together. And yeah, I mean, uh, with the Castle ones, it was just great just playing games with them and having a good laugh and, you know, with my brother. And we used to have like little battles and all that sort of stuff. Because my brother, was, he's a little bit younger as well, about two or three years younger. So yeah, I'd always steal his uh, sets as well. <laughs> It's um. I always remember kind of sneaking them into the old trolley when you're going around shopping with your mum. You know, that's it. Well, you especially the small cardboard box ones that are really tiny. That's the ones. Yeah, yeah, the little pumpkin yeah, pieces. Yeah, you see in the front of the trolley, wouldn't you? Yeah, your legs like... dangling out, and then you grab them off the side, throwing them in. Yeah, yeah. I did that. Tesco. Should bring the little boxes back. If they're doing minifigs in boxes now, they should bring them back instead of. They should yeah, bring them back. Yeah, they are better than the blister packs, which is what replaced them. Oh, yeah, it's nostalgia did, as well, isn't it? People always. Dying out on nostalgia, it just yeah, we're little boxes, weren't they? They're really cool, actually. Yep, so sorry, so was that your f- kind of theme of choice then, Baza? Uh, yeah. castle or space? Yeah, like I say, I had, to, mm. I had them all, like all the, the main ones at the time, which was the, the castle, the um, the town, and um, space, but yeah, the castle every time. I was always into the adventure side of the castle, uh, until you get sort of like the late mid 80s and you got to the um, the forestman stuff. And then okay. that really blew your minds when you, when you hit the Robin Hood stuff. That's when it really blew your mind. But yeah, I think I was a little bit too young. So I was like eighty three. So I don't really remember. I remember having a castle, or my brother had a castle, I think. But I didn't really have the whole lore and stuff behind it. So it kind of was just a castle to me. If that makes sense. Um, I didn't know who owned the castle or what faction it was. Nobody and all that stuff. No one did at that age though. They just no, played with it. It's a castle. castle. <laughs> Versus Reds, that's all it was. It wasn't, yeah. you know, yeah. what I mean? it wasn't even Lego anything. made it up, they went along. Yeah, <laughs> okay, well, as long as I wasn't made on that one, yeah, the yeah. continuity errors that Lego made with castle elements was incredible. <laughs> so, there wasn't really any real lure behind it, I don't think, until they come to the later factions. For maybe when you got to the Dragon Masters in '93 onwards, that's when it started to really kick in. Well, I always wondered why they've changed the name from Robin Hood to Forestman for the America when if you did. If they had have done them as Robin Hood in America, they're so like hotcakes. You only have to look at Prince Thieves at the time when it came out, and it was like everyone was after Robin Hood. They, they'd already been making films with Robin Hood and with Errol Flynn and all that for years. For some reason, I don't can't be a license thing because nobody owns a license to uh, to Robin Hood. It's just a legend. So. It's a legend, isn't it? They they like yeah, really like uh, yeah. medieval legends, Re- realistic and non-realistic. The Americans really do like that stuff. So it, yeah, it didn't make like sense Merlin. to do that. Merlin, Merlin yeah. yeah. What was the point of that? Everyone Merlin, knew Merlin was. Magisto, yeah. yeah. A million names. But yeah, yeah. that's kind of uh, that was kind of my early early childhood with um, with sets, really. Uh, like I say, all small sets until we got a little bit older, and then for Christmas and birthday, you get like a slightly more expensive set, a slightly larger set. I probably didn't get my first castle till I was about nineteen eighty eight, something like that. Okay, so okay. the year I was born. <laughs> did you used to stick to a certain theme uh or get a certain theme craig when you when you were um space and castle mainly because i think that's what was out and about at the time but then it wouldn't i wouldn't pick it as my favorite thing because i also care i also had star wars so i had literally the beginning of star wars so i was like mad into star wars and then all of a sudden lego my favorite toy and they're doing Star Wars as well, and I was like, I've got the original Million Falcon down there, and all the yellow faced figures. Oh, and I went out and spent money on that. I mean, I was older; I was into my teens, but I had the excuse of the fact that I had two younger brothers, 
So there's six years between me and my brother Glenn and 12 between me and Scott. So if you think about it, I always had opportunities to play with toys and not look like I was, you know, not growing up and, and was still being immature, which I was. Literally dragged out of bed. You're coming to the shop with us. Why? You're just coming. So yeah, so I could buy Lego. And it was like, it's for him. And I'd be like, oh, I'm getting Lego. I didn't get up. <laughs> no, you're not. To buy the... Um, uh, yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. The first time you got a credit card and you bought me all those Beast Bomber Transformers. Yeah, they were cool. <laughs> <laughs> Max his credit card out the first day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Good old Toys R Us. When you, do you remember when you and Toys R Us, this is going off topic a little bit, but whatever, you used to get the paper. If it was like a computer game, it used to be like paper instead of you take it to the desk and they'd go and get it for you. Do you remember those days of Toys R Us? So they didn't have the games out. They just had, maybe it's because it was rough. Oh, right? you mean like a little slip? Yeah, and you have to go and take it to yeah, the desk. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Index and Argos did that, didn't yeah. they? Index and Argos. Yeah. Yeah, they I used to write down at Argos. This one there was little slips yeah. where the cartridge was, and you had to. Yeah. Uh, you put the cartridge down there. They didn't have to give you a dirty look, didn't they? Yeah. With a race yeah. race in betting slip um, pencils pens and pens. Argos, yeah. yeah, that was Argos. Yeah. So did oh, you stick to? Um, sorry, sorry. Did you stick to adventures? Adventurers, sorry, Scotty, or did you go off? Piece? No, I only got like I think I got a little set. On I think it's like the second wave. I think I got a little set because he went into the jungle, didn't he? After the Egypt adventure, I can't remember. No, I went into Bionicle then. That was my year. Oh, the Bionicle baby! I got some of the ninja sets. I remember the ninja because they were part of the castle theme bit. Yeah, pretty ninja guy. Pretty ninja guy. I was yeah. I was Bionicle. I was, I was the right age when I had so. Yeah, I don't remember Bionicle at all. So it's like that was my that was my I, dark age. Like I watched the films, watched the C, the, mm. the TV series, didn't they? At one point, and the game, yeah, the game, yeah. I played the game as well. The, the canisters was, where it, I it was the age for me, though, wasn't it? I was yeah. like 12, 13 at the time. It was your yeah. age bracket. Yeah, the, the, the canisters on the shelves were just fantastic. They were great. The whole design of Bionicles, you could see why it would appeal <laughs> to kids of that era. The tenor, wasn't it? Each Bionicle, wasn't it? Yeah. You see, canister. You like you can put it back in the canister when you built it. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they came down to Earth in, wasn't it, or something? Or and you can swap the masks as well. Hand, I don't know. Masks in bags, and you could go to school and you could swap them because yeah, you could swap. You have the same mask, but as a different element, kind of thing. So cool, cool thing. Yeah, yeah there was like, the white guy. I remember the white guys with the circular thingy. You could get that in different colours that the other ones could wear, couldn't? Couldn't they? To look like him, but he wouldn't. Oh, but I, the white guy couldn't wear that mask, could he? Because he would want his, it want his power or whatever it was, his nature. Yeah. Wow. So there was a little behind that then. There was like the car oh, and all that. Then. Yeah, yeah, they built a full story. Yeah, because it was a real shock when it when they the, the sort of finished the the storyline of what the actual island was and how it had all come about, and then they oh, did wow. a couple of more films, didn't they, to with extra stuff to, to expand it. Yeah, that was a proper. Yeah. It was one of the few ones that had a proper fleshed out story to it from start to finish. Yeah, it's what for which, they, which was the reason why they did one for Ninjago based on what they did in Bionicle. It's what saved Lego, allegedly. And some other stuff. Combination of that, Star Wars and Fire Stations and Police Stations basically saved Lego. <laughs> yeah, thousands of Police Stations and Fire Stations. Yeah, yeah. but the kids bought them. That's what With they the... did. With the little shutters that would go up. Yeah, goodness me. 
those were the idea. like when you go back and look at any of those fire station police stations from that time, the time of two thousand, when they got finally got rid of Jack Stern and all that stuff. They're they're all you what you now see as the iconic town to city sets. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the little sideburn, oh. the good selection of minifigures, new creature molds. That's how they brought them in. Mm. Cats up the tree. Yeah, clever stuff. Yeah, so I was like that. That point was Barnacle Age was my dark age, um, and I want to say it lasted. Oh God! Whenever Ghostbusters, the idea set, which is there, came out. So whenever that came out, two thousand fourteen, that came yeah, out. Yeah, the big one. Yeah, two thousand fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but not the big one. The, the small one. Oh, the little the, one. The ideas one. The ideas yeah. one. Yeah. That is what drew me back because I remember seeing it on. I want to say it's Amazon or something. I'm going, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. The Lego do an Ecto one. And then it was like, rabbit hole open. Oh my God, they do like this. They do that. When, when have they started doing this? You know, and it was fully back into it, looking to what they sold. And... So you don't need to go to a shop and be embarrassed about buying Lego. No, you can just get it delivered to your house and sit in your room and just build it on your own with no one judging. Um <laughs> So we really only had a dark age in me and you, Cabbage. The other guys didn't really have a dark age, did you? You carried on with it. I don't know. Did you two have a dark age or just keep going? I didn't, but I don't know what's... I, yeah. I still bought little sets now and then, but um, not like now, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, so when did yours start then? After Barnacle then? After Barnacle? Yeah, when I started being like a proper teenager... That's going out. Secondary school. Found yeah. out. I like girls it. and beer. Come girls on. and beer. And football. Yeah. Football. Hmm. Football, girls, beer, working. Yeah. It's weird though, isn't it? How it just kind of just disappears and then all of a sudden you find that one little thing that just pulls you back into it and it's like... Yeah. That's what happened with me, man. Yeah, I uh, I stopped in two, uh, 1993 and in about 2011 I was standing in the queue in WH Smiths and I saw... Ninjago on the shelves. So the first, they were the first Ninjago in 2011, and the little colourful ninjas. And I thought, oh, it reminds me of the movie American Ninja. And I thought, oh, I've got to buy them. And it was only like five, six pounds at the time. And I never opened them. I left them in the cupboard, and they stayed there for you know years. I forgot all about them. And then uh, it was about I don't know, 2016, 17, when I saw the promo of the castle promo. I don't know if you remember that one, the little white box. They did a pirate one and the space one as yeah. well. I saw that and I thought, right, I've got to buy one of those. Didn't know how to get it and that and realised it was a promo. Bought it off eBay for about eight quid. And uh, and I thought, well, I'm just going to have one of those for nostalgia reasons on my desk. And that kind of sparked it all off. That's kind of what uh, sparked it all off. And then just before um, lockdown happened, that's when I bought my first couple of sets. I'm assuming that's where a lot of people come back from their dark age around that time as well. Yeah, I would probably imagine so. Because I still, even though the Ghostbusters car got me back into it, I still wasn't buying like the amount of sets that I do now. It was still like yeah. every now and then I'd see. I think it's like a mi- couple of Minecraft uh, Lego idea sets I saw I liked. So I bought those like little <clears throat> little bits and pieces I just saw and liked. I, I bought and I think Didn't it was definitely Minecraft. Yeah, I've got the Kuso ones. So I've got both uh, all four of. There was two Kuso ones and two they just did outside of that. I think. How's Minecraft been going then? 
Has it been going well, for quite a while? These, then? these are weird ones. They're like micro, micro scale ones. Yeah. They're like they're, they're, they're not figures, are they? No, the figures are the little mini figures. The little that came out later, a lot later. Um, so they're kind of like the original. Because I used to play Minecraft a long time ago, so I saw it and I was like, "Oh, I get that." And then I kind of stopped playing Minecraft because I found other games, and then I wasn't really interested. Still got them up in the loft. They're, they're worth a fair few penny now. Yep. yep. Like most things with Lego, it's yep. another attractive thing of the hobby, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You rarely lose money on it. Oh, value, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. It is. Um, but yeah, the, it was. I think lockdown definitely kind of. Um, Everyone just went crazy, didn't they? I'm sat at home. Let's build loads of Lego. Yep. yep. So it's slightly, it's slightly different then. So I had, I bought Aquazone in, I think, 96 was Aquazone, if I'm right. Then I bought yep. Star Wars. So then I bought my train because that, that train was out for a long period of time. I'm telling you that, uh, that freight train. Um, and then I just used to get, probably a star wars set nearly every year but what i was doing was because i loved aquazone so much was i was that's when i started building my own underwater ships um, that's when i started doing stuff like that and i carried it on because you set the tub with me with all just the submarines and things that i was working on and the different things when i moved out of house that went with me and i would do it on a night and i would build and i would not really tell anybody and then i started getting so then I was like, oh, well, maybe it's a bit daft getting Lego sets because maybe I should have should stop doing it. And then um, my wife would buy me a Lego set at Christmas, so I'd have a nice set to play with and build at Christmas time, like uh, AT-80 or a clone turbo tank, mainly Star Wars stuff. And then I'm sat there and thinking, you know, Connor's starting to get in, my son's starting to get into Lego, and he loves playing with Lego, so I'm playing again, and he's doing stuff, and I'm doing stuff, and then I'll start online, you're looking online for things, and you see that there are other people out there, the show started up, and realistically, there's like two major points that happened to Airfalls, for want of a better terminology, the one coined by adult fans of Lego, was the Lego movie, created a huge boom, and it basically sort of, it, it almost made anybody that was sat with a basement full of Lego and not letting the kids touch it, feel like they were... It wasn't supposed to have that effect. It was supposed to go, Lego is not for gluing together and no one touching it. But a lot of yeah. people suddenly, like, resonated with them and they are all like, we start doing the shows. Yeah, kids were interested in it. Like I said, I went to the I went to a Lego store and uh, one-year anniversary and there was... I went there, took my kids with me, thinking that, you know, I wouldn't want to go without my kids because it looked a bit weird. Bearing in mind, Discovery Centres wouldn't let you in without a kid. So there was this... <laughs> this thing around Lego and um, I think even Legoland did that at one point and uh, when I got there I just saw loads and loads of like adults in the line buying Lego and I'm thinking Mike there's loads of them here and then obviously what we, we the show started to pick up and there was a big boom 2015 2016 the shows were like making money like loads of money for charities we, we were doing it with charities you, you, I could, couldn't even tell you some of the figures the shows were like immense brick came at the NEC all off the back of that and then yeah. we have lockdown which then creates this whole thing of what you do with your time and that almost gave a spike to the online content creation yeah. so I, I really didn't have anything that sort of took me in and out but that like coming like dark age stuff it's like there were sets that I didn't buy that I've got loads that I could say were white whales but there was a lot of stuff I just 
literally passed on, which is why I came up with the name of Brick Stage Pass, because I would just literally pass on stuff that I could have had off. Like Ghostbusters Firehouse. I had so many opportunities to buy that half price. Passed on it every time. Old Fishing the- Star. I could have got that half price passed on it loads of times. That's a, an excellent segue, because we can talk about white whales now, can't we? Yeah. <clears throat> um, so what would be your kind of white whale crate then? Was it those two, or is there something else you kind no, of... No, it's one I've never had opportunity to get, which was the um, Imperial Armada ship, the big flagship one. It's the only thing I look at now and go, I would like to own that set, but not pay the money. Because it was the Falcon. It was... It, uh, uh, before that one, it was definitely the original UCS Falcon. And I could have got one, because I had a friend who had one. Bearing in mind, at this point, they're going for nine grand. Seriously. Not wishful thinking on listing on Bricklink. They were genuinely selling on eBay and open for £9,000 mint in box. And wow. my mate's got one in its package box saying, well, if I know you're going to build it, because I bought it for my kid to build and he didn't want to build it, he got out of Lego, he had a dark age, he said, you can have it to build it. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that because I just felt he's taken advantage of somebody I'd only known for a few years. But yeah, then yeah. they brought out the new one and I managed to get that at discount, significant discount. So then that was that whale gone. So then I'm looking around thinking, am I content? And I know people have got this ship and it is absolutely amazing to see this ship in real life. And why they don't make it again, I don't know. Mine's a Star Wars one, actually. I always regret not getting the York Village. I don't know why. It's just one of those sets I wish I had. Um, Passed on that about three times. I could have got it 50%. Yeah, and I remember it be going for cheap as well. And similarly, the Black Pearl, I think, as well, is another one I wish I kind of got. Um, yeah. I was definitely in my dark age at those points, though. And I probably would have seen him on the shelves in a shop and gone, that's cool, but I'm going to go buy some beer. You know, <laughs> that's <laughs> definitely what I would have been doing. So Every one of them as well, like that, like the Ewok Village, is, is was well worth buying, even if you paid full price, because it's Star Wars. It's like... I had so many opportunities to get, and I'm talking really cheap, the last Cloud City they did. Oof. And and now, even though everyone hated it when it came out, everyone's Star Wars fan was like, this is rubbish. I don't like what they've done here. I don't like the, the way it's this new sort of... It's not a UCS. It's a... I can't remember they called it now. They gave it another name, didn't they? Uh, yeah. Champion Building something, rather. Something or other, yeah. Champions Building Edition or something. Stupid name. And, and now... They would have gone, sold like rocking ass because they just everybody wants wants it now. It's the same with the sets now, isn't it? The Lego the Star Wars sets now. You, you they complain. I mean, I know it's not what we're talking about now, but just to touch on, they complained about it now. But you know, in ten years' time, they're going to be worth a lot of money for the ones that people didn't buy. Yeah, yeah. It's always like Chewbacca, <laughs> like there's the stand, the buildable Chewbacca. You know, it's going to be yeah, worth a got, bit of money. It's got nice ass. Um, <laughs> weird. Um, Scotty, did you have a set that you kind of wish you'd got? You Lord. never got um, all the Lord of the Rings sets. <laughs> uh, I went to, I was in Carrefour shopping market here in Europe, and um, and I remember past, and they were all like extremely reduced helms, deep everything. Oh, and I remember man. going past them, and the girlfriend at the time, and I was like, I love all these, and I just look, and even they were reduced at the time, but I still thought I'm not going to pay that price for Lego, and I wish I had them. You should have told me about them. Yeah. I'd have sent you the money, and you could have bought them. Yeah, all of them. I remember thinking, going, why Why would I have these for? And then I had an internal battle myself, and I bought beer, just like you said. Yes, this is it. You think about it. You think about it. 
by the time they were on those Carrefour sets and you walking around, they'd already gone from here, those sets. And we know that because when we went hunting in Spain for Lego, we found all their monster fighters in that little toy shop that was in... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it, yeah, was it near Alcoy or something? I can't remember it was. And um, I didn't buy any of them, but one of them was the tomb one with the zombies that is like Ooh. ridiculously expensive set. It was like a limited edition set. And it sat under retail price in this like tiny back Spanish toy shop. And I'm like, oh, no, we'll leave that because there's no new Chima and you wanted Chima. <laughs> oh. Ouch, yeah. weird, weird, weird Apart from, from that, the the uh, well, the ring set was the uh, the gunship, the original first one that yeah. came out in two thousand whatever. Because I think back back then, Star Wars didn't do battle packs, did they? You couldn't have like a lot of stormtroopers and clone troopers, could you? You know, they came in like the odd set. No, they did a remember, couple. Of, they did do a couple of blister packs, I think, but they weren't they weren't as 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 generic as it is now. No, no. Because I remember having to use the same clone troopers all the time. Like, I had two, and they would be like, that's my army, and they'd die. <laughs> and, I'd bring it back. and I remember, and that, I remember seeing that, the good ship, and it had, like, three or four, and I was like, oh, I need this, because, you know, I'm sick of using the same two guys. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just two seconds. I've got to blow my schnoz. The White Whale set, so I try not to kind of dwell on it too much. It is what it is. I, there's a reason why I didn't buy it. That's you know, that's what happened, you know. And I don't would, I, would I ever buy... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, mine's more of an opportunity. I didn't get an opportunity to get it. I never actually ever saw it. Mm. I, I never saw that, and I never saw a lot of the Kingdom sets, and the, the they just weren't that obvious to see, and that if, at the time, they weren't as prominent in toy shops. It was, it was, it was no. mainly Star Wars stuff that the toy shops had for Lego Star Wars. So if, if you happen to have seen an Imperial flagship in a toy store, then you probably would have got it. Yeah. Or I would have got it, but you weren't, it wasn't, you weren't shopping online. Like it's weird. I remember shopping on the catalog and actually buying something from Denmark through the catalog and joining the Lego club. But I never then thought, oh, there'll be a Lego shop online. I used to go to the toy shop right up until. 2014. Weird. Yeah, it is weird. Mm. But the thing is, they also sometimes bring out the old sets again. So you're starting, like, Scotty's the one, some Lord of Rings stuff. You, you got um, one this year. And there's rumours that the eyeball and a big stick's coming out. That's the official. Very good. They're, um, they're both really yeah, they've got any little sets, though, are they? <laughs> yeah. They did it with Legends, didn't they? The Legends yeah. sets. They came out like Castle Legends sets. Legends were full remakes, weren't they? That's right. Yeah, it's like icons now, but icons are redoing the set as opposed to bringing it out exactly as it was. I think they might do an Ewok village at just some point. I think, I think they will. Because the brown was a problem. The brown was such a problem for them in that Ewok village. I think mm. they'll redo it now. They've sorted a lot of the brown issues out. And a Hoth yeah. base. I reckon they'll do a Hoth base as well. You, oh, just going back on the Dark Age stuff, do you remember, Scott, when uh, we did the full Jurassic Park film in stop motion? Clever girl. On the yeah. table in your bedroom at Woodall Way. I'm sorry, yeah. I missed that one. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we, built all the, we built all the dinosaurs, the bricks, all the scenes, and we then started... I, I wish I still had the video because it weren't that bad of stop motion. And we oh, had I a comic book. That of Jurassic Park, so instead of using the book, we were doing the scenes from the the proper movie comic book and using the words from the comic book and then setting the scenes up. So we'd... Hearing our voices be a puberty. Yeah. 
So we pretty much filmed up, because I was getting used to all the little all the young <laughs> voices. We pretty much filmed up to the T-Rex destroying the uh, Explorer in the at that point at dark and the toilet scene. That's where as far as we got. And it had taken us about six months. <laughs> it was brilliant. It was really good. I remember watching it a lot. Recently. Yeah, I, don't know, I have no idea where that tape is, whether it's at mum and dad's yeah, or not. Yeah. Chase the candle, chase the candle. Yeah, chase yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> only thing that was in that comic book was in the in the stop motion, so we didn't have to write no script. But yeah. So we were talking about their sets coming out. What kind of sets would you like? You know, what future sets would you like to see? Obviously, you can't say like things like Predator and Terminator and uh, Fifty well, Shades of Grey and stuff. You, know, <laughs> you mean ones to be realistically? Yeah, because they're not going to do too adult stuff. They never really do. So we, we can have our wish and dreams that do Terminator or Predator or something, but it's probably never going to happen. So in the realms of possibility, what would you like to see? I mean, I can start off. I'd like to see them do more Transformers, but that'd be mm. difficult because mm. one of them turns into a gun. So that might be a bit of a challenge, but I'd love them to do the one that uh, is it Soundwave or it turns Soundwave, into a set. Yeah, it'd yeah. be cool. So there's uh, Bumblebee, be pretty cool. So there's plenty they could do. So hopefully we'll bring some more out. I need to get up to. Never did Bumblebee. I'm surprised. Starscream, they can do them. They could just leave out Megatron. But we, me with me and Baz were talking about the other day. Here. We were saying that Soundwave with the in in cassette mode with the thing open up and then mm. you'd have the ability to I mean I'd probably want to get staffs at sound want to get two set. I'd have one with him open and one with him shut as well. Him shut. Be perfect yeah. set for Lego to Can you imagine the three in one uh, theme because <laughs> it could change into a different thing. Yeah. yeah. Three in one icon theme. But, uh, and they still might because it takes time to develop those. So it may be that mm. not like you know we, we forget that we've been spoiled so sometimes we're getting we're getting stuff every year for a theme whereas it may be that then when they retire Optimus Prime, they're going to bring out another one. That they've only got line space in the production run to do one on shelves at one time. So it may be that they do one when Optimus Prime retires. Yeah, I, I need to get him. So he's on my list. Like I'm always looking out for him on sale. So he goes, he goes uh, on sale quite often. I've seen him does. on sale a few yeah. times. He's, he's oh, well yeah, worth he's, the full. He's well worth the full money. So yeah, he's cool. you get off him to burn us. Yeah, so that's kind of what I'd like to see him do. A bit more Transformers stuff, because I used to love that program. So, cool. But you guys? Uh, anyone? Easy for... I think they should do a few more. Like, I probably would say do some more Imperial um, black ship or another big pirate ship. I think they need to start cashing in while they can on nostalgia. Um, mm. I, I don't actually have any sort of wishes and dreams to do things because I've said it'd be nice for them to do some decent Batman sets other than what we've got already but um, there's plenty of stuff that they could appease people with by doing, I mean it would be nice if they just released that Temple of Doom set if I'm being honest but um, there's quite a lot that I would think is just nostalgia stuff not necessarily remakes just Rebringing out themes in icons every now and again, whether it's base, whether it be adventurers, and I'd be up for an adventurous because I think it sits quite nicely in the fact that they've had to, I think they've had to close down Indiana Jones pretty quick. I mean, I can't see them being relaunched and spending money on that license when the film didn't do that well either. So it, they'd probably get more sale off adventurers, wouldn't they, than Indiana Jones possibly? The yeah, what was they're... the what was the drama behind Temple of Doom? Was it because of the voodoo? 
Well, there was something to do with the, the official response was it was to do with there was some issue with the actual quality of the set itself. Okay, we've had that before with the um, uh, what's we call the Osprey. So I don't believe that. I believe it's 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 probably something about cult stuff, and then even though the Lego company themselves have often cult been described stuff. as a cult, um, cult stuff. What? Yeah. Okay, pulling his, pulling his heart out of his chest, isn't it? It's like well, it's like what chopping hands off it with a lightsaber is real as well. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, like every other generation, someone melts in it. It's like okay, fair enough. Yeah. Drinks from a cup. We've all drunk them from the wrong cup. <laughs> hey. Hey. Um, what about you, Scotty? What would you like to see? More Lord of the Rings? or Yeah, yeah more Lord of the Rings. I'd love an editor's set. I'm always going on about that. Um, but little sets as well, not all expensive. I would say Viking, but we've got the Viking village, didn't we? So can't really complain about that. Um, more, yeah, nostalgia sets, I think, I guess. Those. Yeah, I'd like to like, agree with you. I'd like to see some more um smaller sets like the Jurassic Parks one was very good because it had some smaller sets that were really good in them like yeah. the um the one with the uh spitting dinosaur that was really the Lophosaurus that's the one that was a good price and it's you got a good minifigure in it and you got a good dinosaur and set so I'd like them to do maybe they could do some more of those in like Star Wars because Star Wars tends to it's either really rubbish when it go below a hundred quid they just tend to be. I just look at them going, and that's not that great. It's like, yeah. do you know what I mean? But that's just me There's moaning. A few Star Wars sets there. I mean, if that list is real, that is mental. Oh, yeah. oh I can't see it. Some of it. It's just so much, and it's like, it's so mad, isn't it? but that doesn't surprise me because if if it comes down to lead time, development time, as much as I could go, yeah, they're making this up because they're trying to test the leak system. Then I also kind of get it as well. Like I, I can see where they were coming from if they were doing these kind of sets because it is a case of Lego will do what fans want if they think they're going to buy them. They will do them. The Five of First is a classic example of that. Mm. That would, you know, in fact, they knew fans wanted it. They knew they wanted a Phase Two Commander Cody. They knew we wanted the goat back. They will do it. It takes them a lot longer because you've got to think of a lead time, which is two years. Yeah. So. Fans have asked for like Jedi Bob. They've asked for Fallen Order, Jedi Survivor stuff. You can see it as being yeah. fan service because it sells sets for them. They make money out of it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And last but not least is Baza for your kind of what you'd love to see. Probably Jaws. Uh, yeah, just touch, just quickly going back though. I didn't mention it. Is my white whale? So oh, white sorry. Whale, I, I was very no no no. It's okay. It was getting in the moment, so we go. Off we'll edit it. We'll put put, put, put start now, and then we'll put it. <laughs> no, not now. <laughs> That's me. But, um, <laughs> it basically basically is the same thing as Craig's. It's the Imperial flagship. So I managed to get the original Imperial flagship. So it's from my nan. The last set got me. So the um the the, the big one. I don't know what was it. A creator set was it? Craig? Was it Craig? Yeah, I think yeah. Craig yeah, yeah. Expert set, awesome. That that's that would be a proper wow. I was very lucky enough to go back and get the um, the uh, fishing store. That would have been another one, but I was very lucky to pick that up. And also, as as you touched upon the lighthouse, uh, the lighthouse, the um, firehouse from from uh, Ghostbusters. But yes, just to answer your question on uh, what I'd like to see come back, 
or what I'd like to see done. You know me, I've got fingers of all sorts of pies. I just love so much stuff. It's really hard to pinpoint and narrow down. You know, I'd love to see the aliens and probably know they'd never do that. So it's pretty similar to sort of some of the answers that you guys already give. I'd like to see them bring back turtles again and do a, a new turtle line. But if it's a brand new theme, I think it would be really popular, regardless if it's licensed or not, would be uh, would be WWE. I really do. I really do. You can make the rings, the different, you know, SmackDown, Raws, the, the behind the scenes where they have yeah. fights behind the scenes. It's just so much you can do with it. Old figures, new figures. It's just CMF lines. It's just, it's it's a big, big thing I think that they could do. But Yep. Yeah, they probably wouldn't yeah. give you the best era, though. Attitude era. They'd probably cut that out because that was when it was cool. They're doing naughty <laughs> stuff. 316. That, that <clears> makes me wonder where they're going to go with CMS because they've done Marvel Series 2. They've done, they did all the DC ones and pretty much got rid of all those out there in one go. I can't see them doing much more in the Marvel Series 3. But they do need to start looking because there's only so many CMS you can do before you're going to end up running out of ideas. And even if they didn't do the rings or any of the sets, the WWE ones would make really dead simple CMS that they could... Yeah, cool. People would want yeah. the rings and all that, though, wouldn't they? They wouldn't just want the figs. Because they'd have the figs and they'd think, oh, you know, you can, make, you can mock a ring and all that, but they'd want the rings and all that as well. So it just makes sense. I mean, what they have done, though, is they've started to revisit uh, but make it different with the, the space sets, uh, the space figs. Yeah. So they could do a castle, a pirate one. So it, it falls in line, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last year was pretty crazy for sets, really. You think of all the sets that come out, it was pretty... Uh, people, like, some people obviously complained about some things last year, but if you... There's so many massive sets that come out last year. Whether that's going to happen again this year, I don't know. Because it's... Um, it's the variety of sets that came out that year. The amount of different fans that were appeased last year mm. was ridiculous. Yeah, like Avengers Tower, Concord, El Dorado Fortress, Gringotts, uh, Gringotts, The Train, Rivendell. Rivendell. It's just crazy. Crazy amounts of sets that come out last year. And I think it's a pretty good year for Legos, to be fair, for sets if you're a massive collector. Yeah. Really good I, year. Think, I think they'll slow down this year a little bit because I think that's about the sort of lead time from the pandemic. But obviously, they're going to push Animal Crossing, which is not my bag at all. But I see why they're doing it. It's so interesting. Oh, uh, no, they've just started pushing it again, I think. Recently. It's interesting they've got Japanese set like box art. Yeah. Yeah, so well, we know what know. Big in there, though, that's huge in Japan. Yeah. So you know what they're doing. Animal Crossing is massive in there. They, they know what market they're going for. They're trying to crack markets left, right, and centre. Yeah, I don't know how big Lego is over in Japan. I imagine it's not as big as like the um, Gun Gundam figures and stuff. Yeah, it's um, getting there. I wouldn't be surprised if they're some of that. Certainly, people have mocked them. Well, they could be. They, they did um, Voltron, which is very yeah, it's Japanese, isn't it? So. Um, there's a lot of untapped potential over there for them, so it gives them more growth. It's still not cracked the American market fully, and again, I think a lot of the stuff, the medieval stuff's off the back of that because that sells well there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, Star Wars is what they try to push over there, isn't it? I think, but there's plenty of other stuff they could do. Um, yeah, it's uh, gonna be an interesting year ahead, especially for some of these rumors are true. I'm looking forward to it personally. Being very, very careful, but when they're, they're throwing out so many decent ideas or leaks, I mean, look at Star Wars alone, you know, I, I'm trying to stay away from it or try and keep it as low as possible, but some of them Star Wars sets that I'm hearing about, I'm like, oh, 
Why did you have to do that? <laughs> yeah, the Black, I think the Black Falcons one for me. That's like really interesting. That's mental, isn't it? I, yeah, it's crazy. Mm, that's based on like um, so there has been like White Vader and stuff like in some comics and things. And yeah, Black uh, Series did it, didn't they? Black Series did it as well. Yeah, they did the Dark Ray and stuff like that. So that'd be really interesting to see that. I can see that being a really popular set. If they don't, if they do it right, of course they do the figures right and stuff. Um, yeah, really interesting idea. Something not you won't probably won't expect it if true. It might not be Star true. Wars, yeah. It might not be true. But... And that 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 brings that next little lovely little thing that I was talking about with you before <clears> the little headache of the amount of people that have come in as airfalls during lockdown and now hit get hit in the wall that some people like you know in lugs and people who've been building at shows have. Of experience previously is that you start running out of room fast. Even if you're financially all right with it all, you're gonna you're gonna get to the point where you can only display so much stuff. You run mm-hmm. out of of where you're putting. And, I, and and the four of us here are very moderate purchasers. There's people out there that hit the ground running and really really bought into it and spent a considerable amount of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that I mean I'd hate to see some of them's backlogs. I mean. You pretty much know because it's it's usually like the two thousand and nineteen onwards of of sets that everyone seems to have. Uh, the classic yeah. one was on a. I was listening to something the other day, and it was it was Ninjago City. The amount of people that bought Ninjago, it's it's worth of like you can pay six hundred quid for that set now. And um, because of the other stuff and the little smaller Ninjago City that's again rumored to come out, it's become popular, and loads of people do have them, and that's because they will have bought them in that sort of. I'll just get everything mentality, and then yeah. they'll face this problem behind, which is yeah. how do you sort it, deal with it, evolve it? And now it seems everyone, there's that generation, I think, are in are starting to be mockers. Is that the yeah. new, the new cool thing to do? Because breaking sets down, yeah. building mocks. I, I hate breaking down sets, so it's like I don't ever do it. So I just put them in the box built. Or about in a plastic crate built, just chuck them in there. Built, breaking down a Lego set and then breaking down a Kobe set are two different, different experiences yeah, all together. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> My, the, when I put a te- like 10 tanks in a box, they don't break. So You need you need um, a metal one of them, Kobe. That's what you need. <laughs> but yeah, well, we're, all run, be... we're all running out of space. I mean, I'm running out of space behind me. And I have to think about what I display and what I put in a box and... When but you're, you're, you're lucky with it because you're lucky in the fact that they still make different like price sets. If they started doing a hell of a lot more of those Tiger Tanks at that scale, mm, you're going to want them because because of the experience of the big sort of collectible yeah, set. So and all of, these, all of these brick building companies are going, oh, I know what we can do. We'll do what Funko Pop did or we'll do what um, the Black Series is doing or any of those kind of the old-fashioned action. But they're easy to display and store. This stuff is not. The bigger it is, the harder it is to put somewhere. Well, you've got Jeep coming out, Willie's Jeep, 1 to 12. So that's going to be the same size as the tank here. Yeah, then, so that's oh, going to be... That the same size? Okay. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, really and then cool. they're bound to do American tank. They're going to do a Sherman. They've got to. It's otherwise... So you're going to build an extension to your... Uh... No, I just have to move things around. Um, is what it is, you know. I work and out. Give us a big spit. Give us a big spit. <laughs> Hang it from the ceiling. The, the managing or CIO of IKEA has just sat there going, Woo! Oh, no. <laughs> 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 
Uh, right. I think we've pretty much kind of um, done our topics, unless I've missed anything. I mean, we pretty, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we've pretty much covered the meetups, yeah, the Lego, and the fact that we're like, yeah, we've we've got enough for. How long um, are we talking for? Hour and we've got an hour, an hour and twelve. We've got running, but. Do you know what's so hard though is not to branch off to everything else that we've got in passion as well, and we've got in common is other stuff that leads from Lego. Mm. We're gonna save uh, that for another another day. That's right. So this one's getting Lego out of the way, and it's gonna be yeah. conversations about other hobbies, toys, TV programs, films, whatever we decide it's gonna be about. Sport, which would be interesting. All um, the stuff we grew up with. And that's what's gonna yeah. be quite quite cool. I like cool. Grand Basil looks at the camera when he does that. Yeah. He goes and looks at the camera. He did that twice then. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was really yeah. the, um, same kind of, the same kind of thing as well, because we've like we one of the ideas we've got is is mobile phones, and that's gonna be a good fun one to do. Mobile phones. It's a cool. crazy one. That's gonna be <laughs> yeah, we want to touch crazy. on all the uh nostalgia because we're all old gits now. So let's do that. Um, <laughs> but that's it. We'll, we'll wrap it up there then, if you're happy, guys. Um, and yep. we'll see you on the next podcast stroke show thing. I don't really know what you're doing. Look at the camera. Um, see you later, Scotty, Bazza, Craig. <laughs> see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.